Hey beautiful, this is Tara. Welcome to the Midlife Wake Up, the podcast where we have conversations about creating change in our lives, one wake up call at a time. Because there comes a time in everyone's life when you question what it's all about, how you're living, and who you've become. Life is precious and it goes by quickly. So let's make sure we're really living true to ourselves and creating exactly what we want to experience. It's time to wake up and live. Hello and welcome back. I'm happy to be here with you. And today we're going to talk about something that I think a lot of us are challenged with, and that is creating more ease and flow in our lives. You know, for me, creating ease and flow hasn't been a natural I don't have a natural affinity to create ease and flow, even though a huge part of my persona is all about being in flow with, you know, energy and being in flow with just, um, you know, what you're trying to, you know, connecting with the universe, what you're trying to manifest. A lot of my spirituality is, is being in that connected, grounded, flowing state. And, but then there's this other part of me that's kind of this like more masculine energy of just pushing forward, moving through, you know, go, 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 just get it done, check off the things on the list, be really productive. And so that's something that I'm working on, you know, addressing and healing. And I've done a lot of work on that, addressing that and healing that over the years. But you know, creating more ease and flow in our lives, especially when we're craving it and when we know that we need it, but we might be resisting it because it's just not our natural state or we don't feel like we'll be able to get things done in the same way if we're working through ease and flow. And also just the concept of making it easy, right? The concept of not making it hard on ourselves, because I think there's a lot of us that are in this process of making things harder on on ourselves than they need to be, because we're used to that energy, and we're trying to almost prove it to ourselves that we can do it and get it done, and um, so anyway, I want to have a conversation about all of that today, because ease and flow has come up a lot in my life lately and it's become much more aware to me that being in a state of ease and flow actually allows myself to be more productive and allows myself to be you know more grounded and more connected and more aware and just more present and so even though it seems like more of a passive energy versus a really, you know, like go-getter energy. It is a completely, yes, it's a completely different energy than that like push through and make it happen energy. But at the same time, there's a lot of goodness that comes in through ease and flow. So I want to ask you this, and I want you to consider this. You know, what are you avoiding doing that creates more ease and flow in your life. Now, we can talk about like really practical things like meal prepping or, you know, 
sitting down once a week to have a family meeting about what's going on for the next week or, you know, planning out what you're going to be doing in your business or sitting down and working on your finances with a budgeting software. I mean, these are those are some examples of some really specific practical ways that you can, you know, create more ease and flow in your life. But just also figuring out how to be more in that energetic state is another way to approach this concept. And so I, I really want you to think about, you know, how much are you maybe resisting this? How much maybe you push it away because it doesn't feel like it's actually going to help you? even though you might be craving it. I want you to think about how maybe you haven't even thought about creating more ease and flow in your life because you are on such a pace. And if you you feel like if you don't keep up with your pace, then you're just going to fall off and you'll never be able to catch back up. Um, and I want you to, you know, think about if you are craving more ease and flow in your life, or if you are resisting it and you just, or you haven't even thought about doing it, how you can bring that more into your life, into your present every day, into your habits, into your week, into, into just who you are being and who you're showing up as. So you know, for example, when we're not in a place of ease and flow, our energy is really different, right? Like I just talked about it a little bit ago. We're in a place of pushing. We're in a place of going. We're in a place of, you know, like kind of that hamster on the wheel. And we're just in that pace, right? But creating ease and flow can just bring us to a, a totally different place of being grounded and a totally different place of just knowing that it will get done. So the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because I have realized, you know, through my sacred pause, if you listen to that episode, I have realized that my mental state has a lot to do with whether I'm in the pace of being on the hamster wheel or whether I'm in the pace of being in the ease and flow. And I'll tell you about what that means. So when my mind is in a place of, I got to get this done, I got to get this done, I got to get this done, I have 10 things on the list, I need to get them done today. Where am I going to find the time to do them? How am I going to plug this into my schedule? Okay, I can do this, you know, while the boys are working on their school, or I can do this while they're taking a break, or I can do that while I'm doing this, and I can do that over here, and then I can do this when they're gone to bed. You know, when I'm trying to like be super productive, and I'm trying to make sure I can fit it all in because I really want to get these 10 things done, you know, during the day so they don't overflow into the next day because that leaves me feeling really you know, behind and that makes me feel kind of like a failure. And so I'm kind of in this energetic state in my mind, which, you know, kind of relates to how I'm showing up in my life, right? And I'm kind of feeling like, got to get it done, got to get it done. I'm in this kind of state, this energetic state. And 
when my mind is in a place of, okay, I have these 10 things to get done. I'm going to do one here. I'm going to do one there. If it doesn't work there, I'm going to put it in there. And it's like a totally different approach. So you, you just approach it from a sense of, I know this is going to get done. It's going to get done like in this concept of ease and flow. It's going to get done with ease and with flow. And, and you're, you're kind of able to also see how you can plug things into your day or into your schedule and it, it flows better. And I think that when you're in this kind of the state of ease and flow and this grounded state, you're able to connect with how you can possibly, you know, do things a little bit better for yourself because you're in that grounded state. You're on, you're not in that frantic state. You're not in that state that's like just kind of buzzy, right? When when we're in that state of going like right when we're going like really fast and we're trying to be really productive we're kind of in this like this amped high level buzzing like like caffeinated state right but when we're in the state of ease and flow it's like ah like taking a deep breath and feeling more grounded and feeling like in a softer energy and less masculine energy more into like a feminine energy And you're able to see things differently. You're able to allow things to flow. So, you know, if something doesn't get done at one point, you know that it's going to fit in into another point. And this might sound really woo-woo to some of you. This might sound, especially if you're not kind of thinking in terms like this, but if you just do something and try it, you will be able to see and you will be able to feel a shift. So even though it might sound really woo-woo, there is a lot of truth in it. And I can say for myself that it works because I have done both ways and I have experienced both ways. And, you know, creating the mindset of ease and flow allows everything around you to have ease and flow. And that's kind of getting into like, you know, how our energy affects other energy affects other energy and and like quantum physics and how we're all constant, you know, we're, we're all states of energy. And if we're in a completely different energetic state, we're affecting everything else in a totally different energetic way. So, you know, being really mindful of our approach, being really mindful of where we are coming from is, is really important in this. And especially if you struggle with like trying to get all this stuff done or trying to be really productive or even anxiety, you know, a lot of this kind of has to do with anxiety because it's like you're kind of like in this buzzing state where you're not grounded at all because you're, fe- you know, you have all these feelings. And especially if you're trying to like be in this productive state, it's not, a, it's, it's a totally different energy. So in our mind and energetically, we're going to try and shift ourselves from this frantic place, from this like over overly energetic place to this place of ease and flow. So that's your first step is really like taking a deep breath, allowing yourself to get grounded and allowing yourself to just find some space, find some peace 
and bring in that that mental state that it's going to work out, it's going to be easy, and it's going to flow, okay? That will affect the energy around you, that will affect your awareness, that will affect everything and in, in how you're going to work into your day, right? Now the other thing is setting yourself up like practically, right, from a practical point of view, on how you can create more ease and flow in your life. So are you doing the things that are going to help support you in your life that are going to create more ease and flow for yourself that's going to help sustain you in this state? So for example, for me, one of my challenges is dinner time. Dinner time can be a little bit more intense with a toddler and I, you know, my two older boys are older now, but even when they were toddlers, that dinner time was always like, whoo, like the end of the day, you're trying to find activities for them to do so you can make dinner. There's bath time, there's, you know, books, there's like people running around, you know, naked after the bath and you're trying to wrangle them with a towel and get their pajamas on. I mean, there's like, it can be a little intense, right? Or when, you know, you have older children, they might be resisting bedtime or wanting to read forever, whatever, right? There's just a lot going on, I feel like, in the span of dinner time. So for me, one of the things that I can do to create more ease and flow for myself is meal prepping. And I've known this for a really long time. You know, meal prepping is really popular. And obviously, this is a really practical example. But on Sundays... You know, a lot of people like meal prep on Sundays. They'll take Sunday afternoons, they'll take a couple hours, and they will meal prep for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I started doing this primarily for my husband's lunches. Now, I, you know, I'm one of these women that I really like to have shared responsibilities in our household. I'm not in charge of like, I I don't feel like I should be in charge of making all the food. But that's just the way it works out because, you know, that's something that I know how to do and I usually enjoy, I usually enjoy cooking and he's not really, he's not really like that, but he'll do electrical stuff and I don't really know about that. So, you know, anyway, we have our own little, little system of equal, you know, balances and things. So I will work on making his lunches for the, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sometimes Thursday, but usually Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I will meal prep. And it creates so much space for me. It creates so much ease and flow for me because there were times when I was doing it every night or I'd make enough and then the leftovers would be his lunch for, t- for the next day. And that hasn't seemed to work out lately. So I find that if I meal prep for him, then gosh, you know, okay, I have three days that are done and that feels really nice and that feels awesome and it's creating more space. And again, like I said, this is a really practical example, but I haven't done it yet for other meals. And I am, you know, I am a homeschool mom. We're home all the time. You know, we have things that we do every day. We're out of the house, but, you know, we are home a lot. So I am in the kitchen a lot. I have three boys. They don't seem to stop eating. I am making them food because 
I like to, you know, make things from scratch. I like to use really, you know, healthy ingredients. And um, I just feel like there are days when I just do not leave the kitchen. And that drives me nuts because I just don't want to stay all day in the kitchen. And so dinner time comes and I'm like, at that point, I'm like super over it, right? So, you know, for myself, looking at, okay, how can I create more ease and flow for myself and not get to a place where I'm just spent at dinner time? Well, you know, there's a great example. There's a great answer for me. I can take those few hours on, let's say, Sunday and do meal prepping for a few days. But then there's a huge part of me that's resisting that because I don't want to spend my Sunday doing hours in the kitchen. I already feel like I'm doing hours in the kitchen every other day of the week. I don't want to do hours in the kitchen on Sunday, you know? So this is something that I have been resisting for a while because I just don't want to. But would it create more ease and flow for myself? Yes. You know, there's times when I get into habits of sitting down on a Sunday afternoon and really preparing my week and preparing my work week, preparing my school week. And, you know, then there's times and that and that helps. It helps a lot because then you're setting yourself up in advance. You're creating more space in your day, you know, your day to day. You're not doing it in the mornings. You're not doing it the night before. So it's kind of working in this like, you know, batching concept, right? Where you're sitting down and you're taking a chunk of time, even if it's only 15 minutes or 30 minutes, but you're sitting down and you're working on a particular thing so that you're not having to do it every single day for 30 minutes a day or or 10 minutes a day and just trying to squeeze something else extra in, Right. And so I really want you to think about how you can set yourself up for more of that success through this concept of ease and flow. So, you know, when we're trying to think about creating more space for ourselves and allowing ourselves to, you know, be in this more grounded energy and not frantic energy, then we really need to think about, okay, well, what can I do? to create more space. And so, you know, these are the things that we can do. So another example could be ordering all of your groceries online or doing all of your errands in one day instead of a little bit every single day. Or if you are, you know, cleaning your house, like jamming out a few hours and doing the whole thing for the week instead of doing a little bit every day. Um, you know, what, or maybe it actually works for you differently. Maybe a little bit every day is better than trying to do a huge chunk where you feel like you just can't make it work and it's overwhelming. So coming at whatever it is that you need to, that is a task that you need to do that creates a little bit more intensity for you, finding a way to either You know, do it in a chunk so that way it creates more space for yourself and also doing it from a mindset of, you know, grounded, ease and flow so that you can actually have the awareness and be able to manage it with that calm state and not the frantic state. And also, 
bringing some awareness to whether or not you are in a habit of trying to make things harder for yourself. Now, this is a very real thing that a lot of us do. And there's a lot of roots that can be, you know, it can be in a really different um, place for all of us. But, you know, sometimes we're just used to trying to do things hard or trying like things are just hard, right? And it might make you feel like you are more successful when you're able to do things that are hard. It might make you feel like you're constantly failing because that's where you were always felt like that was normal for you. Or maybe somebody always told you that. And so you're constantly making it hard for yourself because you have this really interesting dynamic with failure. Um, Maybe you just... Maybe your examples of leadership or of people doing things when you were younger was that they always kind of like took the hard way instead of the easy way because it was not looked well upon to go the easy route. And so you're, you, you think that that's like a cop out and you have to do things the hard way because it's just, you know, it's, it's better that way. It's more honorable that way. Um, You know, there's a lot of origin stories to creating things that are hard or being in the state of everything's hard. And so I want you to bring some thoughts to that and some awareness to that. If that's a habit, if that's a pattern that you've created for yourself as an, you know, as a grown woman or as a person in your life, you know, as adult And, you know, whether or not you are kind of repeating some of those unhelpful patterns for yourself, because finding the easiest way to do something is efficient, right? It can be really efficient. It can be really smart. It can be really, you know, like thoughtful, It can be really helpful to yourself. It can be an act of self-love. It can be, you know, there's so much goodness in doing things the easy way. And it might be, it might not be lazy at all. It might not be negative at all. It might not have anything to do with the worthiness of what it is that you're doing. You know, it's like, okay, we're going to take the meal prep example again And okay, so we're going to make it as easy as possible. So we're going to use this food processor to chop all of our vegetables because we're not going to chop every single one ourselves. I mean, come on, right? Like why make things harder on ourselves? Or we're going to, you know, use this um, marinara sauce that has really clean ingredients and no sugar added. And it's, we can always spice it up with some different herbs and things, but we're not going to make our grandmother's marinara recipe every week from scratch. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like these are funny examples, but these are, these are kind of real examples and things that we kind of feel pressure, this internal pressure to do and to make it harder on ourselves when in, actuality doesn't have to be, 
right? We can create more ease for ourselves and allow ourselves to create more ease for ourselves without that negative judgment, right? Without that that negative response or without that that self, you know, that 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 pattern that we might be repeating that isn't serving ourselves. And, you know, that's a, one of the big things that I do in my work is really look at limiting beliefs, look at patterns, look at things, you know, where are they coming from? And that way we can release them and create new patterns for ourselves, create new beliefs for ourselves, create new, you know, ways to support ourselves in a totally different way that aren't from our past, that aren't from our trauma, that aren't from different things like that. And creating that ease and flow in your life will only serve you positively. But it's starting with your mindset. It's creating that 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 different energetic state to be in right and then it's it's thinking about the practical ways that you can create this for yourself and then it's also recognizing whatever habits and patterns might be replaying for you that really are no longer true for you but you're just in this habitual place you're just in this pattern and it's no one's fault you know these things are it's such a beautiful moment to be in because we are realizing these things now Whereas, you know, they're, they're just being talked about more. And we're able to really recognize this about ourselves. And that's, that's a huge part of personal development is really choosing what's working for yourself. It's choosing what's right for you. And it's letting go of stuff from the past. It's letting go from the stuff that holds us back. And it's letting go of some of that conditioning, you know, that we have had because we've all had it. So, you know, those, those three steps in creating more of that ease and flow in your life will only serve you and it will actually allow your productivity to increase because you're going to be coming at it from a, a totally different place and you're actually going to feel so much better in your body, you're going to feel so much better to be around, you're going to be just, just so much more productive because you're able to see from a totally different point of view. It's like when you're slogging through on the ground versus coming up and having a bird's eye view. You can get a totally different picture when you're up above something. But when you're like down in the weeds and you're trying to like, you know, figure it all out and it's just so much in front of you, totally different. So allow yourself to elevate, allow yourself to create that ease and flow so that you can have that bird's eye view and you can see things in a different state and you can let some of these things go that are holding you back. So that is what I wanted to talk about this week and I really do hope that it serves you and I would love to hear if you had any aha moments about, you know, ways that you make it hard on yourself or, um, you know, ways that you're planning on bringing a little bit more of that ease and flow into yourself and less of that frantic energy, because um, I guarantee it will help you in tremendous ways in all aspects of your life. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for being here with me. 
And of course, you can come check out my website. I have a few free things on there. A wonderful, beautiful meditation on connecting to that deepest part of yourself, the woman that you want to be. And I have all my online courses where if you want to work with me further, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. It means a lot to me and your review helps me reach more people to have more of these important conversations. So thank you for your time doing that. that And also, are you an insider yet? Make sure to sign up at taramana.com to get my free meditation, Connecting with Your Self-Vision. My website is taramana.com. I hope today's wake up impacted you in a way that can benefit your life. This is your life and it's meant to be lived your way. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.